Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Serving Those After War. I am your host, Tara, and today I am going to talk about depression. And not just depression, but finding adaptation during depression. So first, let me start. Just as the trees adapt to its surroundings, so too must we adapt in our own lives. Every circumstance requires us to adapt. But what happens when we become stuck and adaptation is no longer priority, but rather survival? I have had my own experience with depression. Oh, wow, let's say 10 years ago now, a little over 10 years ago, but it didn't just last for a hot minute. That's not how depression works. It's not just one gray day. It is countless days, countless nights of this big lull in our lives. And it can even last for years. And for me, unfortunately, it lasted much longer than anticipated. So trying to stay alive during our darkest of times is the real struggle. And trying to adapt to our surroundings without causing a scene has become a daily routine. So how do we adapt? How did, how did I adapt? It was a struggle. There is no easy pill with depression. There is no one pill that heals everything. I'm sorry for those of you who believe that, but it's much more complicated than that. First, I was actually taught to understand and acknowledge where did depression come from? It actually started four years before I was even diagnosed with depression. I was 14 when I originally started feeling depressed, alone. I felt like no one ever understood me. And that was really hard. I mean, being 14, locking myself in my room, being by myself, crying myself to sleep. I can't even tell you how many times. It was a struggle. It was a real struggle. And that wasn't even my darkest times. My darkest time didn't even come until four, five years later when my first boyfriend and I broke up. On top of that, my parents were separating. On top of that, I was trying to make it through college, trying to handle stress. Um, it was it was hard. And still trying to fit into a box in society that I now that I now know and understand that boxes are not made for everyone, <laughs> especially me. So another question we have to ask ourselves is what events took you from carefree to living in a dark hole? What event or multiple events 
Just like I said, for me, it was more than one. It was one thing after another after another on top of stress from work and college. It was so many things. And remember, it lasted, it actually happened four years before I was even diagnosed. And at that time, four years prior, um, my oldest brother had just enlisted into the military and my attachment to him really took hold. And knowing that he was going to be thousands of miles away, like really sunk in at that point. And I wasn't going to see him every day. We weren't going to hang out anymore. And trying to comprehend that was really hard because this has never happened before. This was like our first time being away from each other, from him being away from his own family and friends for months and a year at a time um, was a huge, huge adjustment for myself and for our family and for his friends. So that really is what started my attachments, my energetic attachments, my social and emotional attachments. I started becoming, and I'll admit this, I'll start, I started becoming more needy, um, searching for attention outside of myself, um, looking for answers outside of myself. And, and that was really hard because when I, 18, 19 came around, and everything started kind of, quote, falling apart. That's because everything that I was grasping to outside of myself was starting to fall away. So I had to learn how to find attachments within myself rather than externally at stuff, at phones, at uh, social media, at... Um, alcohol, um, it was a struggle. It was a complete struggle. So it actually took another, um, I would say about like another year or so for me to truly understand that turning externally towards Finding the needs, finding happiness, finding comfort outside of myself is what really was doing the harm. And I actually learned this in massage school from teachers, from classes, because we had to study Eastern medicine. So we really had to not just learn about Eastern medicine, but we also had to experience it. And one of those classes was Reiki. And that, from that point on, like my whole life, even though it slowly started changing for the better, um, 
I mean, it really just took it and it slowly started going and then it just took off from there. Um, so we have little gut events and at that time in our lives, when we're in this hole, why could we not adapt? Why could we not accept reality as it is? And I would say it's because we have this imaginary dream as to what our life should be like, what we should look like, how our relationships should be. And when we don't get that in return, when we don't get this imaginary dream in reality, things start falling apart. And we are looking at it as a box. When we have this dream set out, we look at it as a box. And when this doesn't work out and it doesn't fit into our box, we immediately want to trash it. We want to tear it apart. Yet we can't let go because we would still want to hold on to this imaginary perfect dream, but it's not happening. Um, it's never going to happen. <laughs> I learned from personal experience, this perfect box, this perfect dream that we have, that we put in our minds, that society has put in our minds, it will never happen. If it does happen, um, this perfect box will eventually fall apart because we're not meant to live perfect lives, but we are just meant to live and make something out of our life. So this is why we allow ourselves sometimes to sink into this space of darkness, into this space of sometimes loneliness, loneliness. Even the happiest of people on the outside are dark and lonely on the inside. Great examples um, are Robin Williams, Jim Carrey, um, Anthony Bourdain, the happiest of people, like the people that we think have the perfect lives, who are so funny, live a very dark life inside. They are so lonely because they are trying to people please. They are trying to please everyone else but themselves. This is why our society and our world has become so depressed. And instead of acknowledging that we are trying to people please, we look for a magical pill instead because we still want to people please. We still want to people please so many others because we are not taught at a young age to adapt to our feelings to adapt what we truly want we are taught to just sit be quiet respect others don't talk too much don't ask too many questions just please other people because then you'll live a happy life when in reality, it's the other way around. We have to please ourselves. No one knows ourselves better than us. And no one knows what we want more than ourselves. Even when we think we don't know what we want, we truly do know what we want. We just have to stop comparing our lives to other people's lives. And social media is perfect. If you want to compare yourself to other people, get on social media. 
it will bring your greatest days and pull you down in two seconds. Okay. So we also need to monitor how much social media, how much social media are we on? How many people on our social media are trying to bring us down? How many people are trying to hold us back from succeeding in our own lives? Because we let their judgment define us. And that is completely opposite of what really we're here supposed to do. We define our own lives, not other people. So we need to stop letting ourselves be defined by other people's judgment. Acknowledge. Acknowledge our feelings. Let them shine. Let them be in the spotlight. We need to, even men, women, everyone and anyone, we need to start acknowledging our feelings. Quit throwing them to the side. Quit pretending they don't exist because they do. And from that point, when we start acknowledging ourselves, we're also acknowledging that we exist. When we acknowledge our feelings, when we acknowledge our thoughts, our emotions, our connections to people, to things, we're starting to acknowledge ourselves, that we are a human being. We are not perfect, but we do have a soul. So we need to start adapting in depression by first acknowledging, acknowledging that yes, I feel depressed. Yes, it started somewhere, name an event or events, but try and really get back to that root cause and say, yeah, this was the start of it. It may not come to you right away. And that's okay. But once you start acknowledging some past events, it can go further and further back to really the root cause. And to adapt is to acknowledge ourselves that we are not perfect. That we aren't meant to shine in a small, tiny box. Some people are comfortable in a box and that's okay but not all of us are meant to fit in a box. And acknowledge that we just want to feel understood. I feel like that's the biggest problem um, for me anyways, during depression, we feel like we're not understood. No one understands me. No one understands me. No one understands what I'm going through. My mood swings. Why I became so clingy or separated from my family and friends. And I do, though. I do, though, partially point out that society has taught us that if we don't have our shit together and our life figured out by the age of 18... Um, we will get nowhere. We will be a nobody. Our life will have no meaning. And that, my friends, is complete bullshit. Okay? You as a human with a soul is allowed to make mistakes. 
to not know where we're going to be in a year, in five years, 10 years, 20 years, that's okay. That's actually the fun part. Not knowing our life's plan is being spontaneous. Yes, even the crappy dark hole of depression reveals answers, like how to adapt to life's unexpected situations. And we can either choose to live in this hole of depression, self-loathing and pity, or you can adapt and work your way out of the hole. Now, this may also take some people to help you, but you need to know who's truly here for you and who you can count on, who will help you, but not everyone in your life is here to help you. Some people are just here to pull you down, to keep you down, because they want you to fit into their little box. So you have to choose wisely because not everyone is here for your greatest good of humanity. So to conclude all this, what will you choose to adapt and evolve into the amazing human being that I know you are or repeat the patterns and stay in your hole of depression. This is Tara signing off and I hope you all have a great day.